Matt Schaff and Jared Smola of DraftSharks.com here to preview the week six main slate on FanDuel. And Jared, it's a slate that's obviously missing the Chiefs who played last night. No Bills. They play Sunday night against the Giants. No Ravens who play Sunday morning against the Titans. And perhaps most importantly, it's missing this week's highest over under Chargers Cowboys, which is unfortunately off of this main slate. That leaves the highest remaining main slate over under as Rams Cardinals. <laughs> and I'm going to be curious to see exactly how that one impacts your FanDuel selections. But we're going to start at the position where I think there is the best chance of you suggesting somebody from yeah. that game, Jared. Who do you like a cash quarterback on FanDuel? Yeah, it's, it's definitely Matt Stafford week on FanDuel here as well. Um, the other thing about the Rams-Cardinals game is we don't have to worry about weather, which might be an issue in the majority of the games, it looks like, on Sunday. They're going to be, be played outdoors. Matt Stafford is $7,300 on FanDuel. He's, he's already fourth in the league in passing yards. This is a pass-heavy Rams offense that actually leads the NFL in plays per game. So the volume has been awesome for Stafford. He's just been unlucky in the, in the touchdown department so far to score only five touchdowns. That'll change, especially with Cooper Cup back now. And this Cardinals defense, we, we just saw Arizona give up the big game to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Arizona is now 30th in pass defense DVOA, 31st in adjusted fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. And no reason to believe that this offense is ever going to lean away from being pass heavy this year. Even their starting running back is better as a receiver than he is as a runner. So it's set up to be a pass heavy offense tournament side. What do you like a quarterback? So is Joe Burrow really going to be just 6% owned at uh, $7,500? Cause I'm definitely interested if that's the case. I mean, he is Burrow is wedged between Matt Stafford and Trevor Lawrence in FanDuel salary, which I do by both those guys being more popular, which will pull Burrow's ownership down. Even beyond the box score last week for Burrow, he did look healthier. He made a couple of throws on the move. He even had a 10-yard run, um, which, you know, could not have happened a couple of weeks ago for him. So I do buy that the calf is at least closer to 100%. He's at home for Seattle on Sunday, and Seattle's looking like a big pass funnel defense. They are second in run defense DVOA, but 25th in pass defense DVOA. And we know, you know, the Bengals don't need a reason to go pass heavy, but I think definitely in this matchup, you're, you're probably going to see Burrow throw it 40 plus times. Yeah, you mentioned a 10-yard run. People might be like, 10-yard run, who cares about that? He had three total rushing yards through the first four games. So that is certainly a noteworthy number. And any gain of mobility is key for what, you know, what was ailing that pass offense through four weeks. So I agree with that call. Running back, we've got three 7K running backs in our dollars per point up top for FanDuel this week, ahead of 8K David Montgomery, 8K Josh Jacobs. Pretty big gap between the top two and number three on that running back list, though. Who do you like, Jared, at running back in cash lineups on FanDuel this week? Travis Etienne is the first guy in for me, um, and he does lead uh, our value rankings for running backs on FanDuel this week at just $7,700. I mean, Etienne, it's about as good as anyone could hope for from Travis Etienne, you know, workload-wise. He is second in the NFL in carries. He is eighth among running backs in targets. He even has 10 carries inside the five-yard line now. So, you know, Tank Bigsby was stealing some of that work early on, but the Jags have pretty much gone to Etienne as their, you know, three-down back at this point. He's in a good spot on Sunday. Jags are four-point home favorites against the Colts. Uh, nice implied total for Jacksonville, 24.25 points. Kind of a, a middling matchup against the Colts. They're 22nd in adjusted fantasy points allowed to running backs. And we, of course, already saw this matchup back in week one. Um, ETN scored 18.9 Fando points in that uh, week one game against the Colts. 
And the Jags won it pretty handily. So I think there's reason to believe they should be comfy in this one. We'll see. It's a divisional matchup. Maybe it, it could surprise you. We already got surprised by a Houston win at Jacksonville early this season. But it's a good situation. And like you said, ETN's been a workhorse so far this year. Tournament running back, what are you favoring? I think paying all the way up for Raheem Mostert is interesting in tournaments. We talked about his price being you know way too low on DraftKings. He's the second most expensive running back on FanDuel. This week, I think he has the upside to lead the position in fantasy points, though, especially with Christian McCaffrey in it, just a, a bad spot, really, against a good Browns defense and in the game where the Niners might not need him in the fourth quarter. Moster gets the Panthers, who are dead last in run defense DVOA, giving up 5.2 yards per carry for running backs. And, you know, there's a chance Moster gets a, a ton of work in this one. You know, we're still waiting to see if Jeff Wilson's going to be able to play, but I think Moster you know, could get 20 plus touches. I mean, against a PJ Walker led Browns team, they probably won't need him in the third quarter. Like they might be able to just like work Christian McCaffrey out of the game plan from early in the game and then change it if things start going poorly. I think it's interesting that the salary on Raheem Mostert seems to be driving down his projected ownership 4% right, right now. And yeah, I mean, you would think. Raheem Mostert, 8,500 bucks. That's an easy fade, but I mean, it's Raheem Mostert who has been leading that backfield when there's no Devon HN and a backfield that has been scoring a ridiculous number of points and a guy that's got the speed to score on long ones, even if the workload isn't what we hope it's going to be. So yeah, easy case, I think, pretty much. Hey, he scored, uh, he scored 42 Fando points three weeks ago. That'll work it, with Devon HN in the lineup, of course. And I'm just going to keep saying that to practice the name. Wide receiver Jared Cooper Cup already leads our dollars per point at wide receiver yeah. in his second week back from the <laughs> hamstring injury. Projected to lead the position in ownership this week at $8,700 in FanDuel salary. Is Cooper Cup in your cash plans here? Yeah, I'm going to play Cooper Cup in cash. I can fit one elite wide receiver in my cash lineup and you know, you're saving over a thousand dollars going down from Tyreek Hill to Cooper cup. You're saving you know, 600 bucks going down from Jamar chase to Cooper cup. So playing Cooper cup in cash, maybe it's a trap. I don't even think it's a trap. I'm, I'm playing Jalen Waddle at 6,800 bucks. I mean, it's just too cheap for a guy with his monster upside, which I know we care more about floor in cash games. But I'm, I mean, Waddle had 10 targets last week. He does have four plus catches in all four games this season. So, you know, he's, he's had a decent floor. Carolina secondary is not good. I'm not worried about the matchup. And I do, you know, I do wonder if Devon HN being out, you know, maybe means an extra target too for Waddle. Maybe he gets one of those, you know, more gadgety plays that HN's been getting. So it, it can't hurt Waddle that, you know, Miami lost, uh, you know, one of their top weapons. And with all the stuff that they're drawing up for speed this year, you would have to think that Jalen Waddle factors into it nicely yeah. at some point. Like they haven't needed him to this point, but as you said, maybe HN going down means that they're like, all right, let's go ahead and get Jalen Waddle's speed involved a little bit more as well. So yeah, I, yeah. I'll be curious to see what happens mm -hmm. on that front. Puka Nakua is $800 cheaper than Cooper Cup and tied for third in projected ownership, trailed Cooper Cup by just one target last week, six targets ahead of number three, Tutu Atwell. Do you think that there's a case for getting Puka into the cash plans here? Or is it like, if you're going to do that, why not find room for the 800 and get Cooper Cup? 800 bucks is a lot. So like if you get to a cash lineup that you love and you can't quite get to Cup, I would have no issue with Nakua. I mean, I prefer Cup straight up. I even prefer, you know, Cup with the $800 extra um, salary. But I, I think I think Puka is a good cash play as well. And I just I really think you're going to see, you know, those two guys, Cup and Nakua combined for like 50 plus percent of Rams targets in, in a lot of games going forward. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that's the case. In tourney lineups, is the ownership projection 
affecting at your plans at all for the Rams wideouts, Rams stacks? It's very tough to get Cup and Puka in the same tournament lineup. That's like that's the bigger stumbling block than the ownership for me. The ownership alone is not enough for me to get off either of those guys. Again, as we always say, you just need to get different somewhere else if you're going to, you know, play a couple of these high-owned Rams. So who do you like among tourney wideouts? I'm willing to take a shot on Chris Olave in tournaments on FanDuel. He's $7,100, so the price is good. Um, just 6% projected ownership. Full practice on Thursday for Olave with that toe injury. Derek Carr has been a full going practice this week, so I think both he and his quarterback are getting healthier at this point. The matchup's pretty good against Houston. Tight end, no Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, so that leaves TJ Hawkinson as the clear dollars per point leader here. It's usually an expensive guy at the top of tight yeah. end. Are we playing Hawkinson for cash this week on FanDuel, Jared? I would love to get up to him. I think we're trying to figure out, you know, which wide receiver is going to benefit from Jefferson being out. I think it might just be Hawkinson. So I would love to get up to Hawkinson if possible. If you can, I do think um, Evan Ingram at $5,500 is a nice play in cash. He's, he's third among tight ends and targets, which is two fewer than TJ Hawkinson. Actually, he has exactly eight targets in four straight games. So I just think Ingram was a pretty safe bet at the position as well. I'll be watching Jaguars Colts on Sunday with my father-in-law, who's a Colts fan, but rooting on Trevor Lawrence and Evan Ingram in my FFPC main event lineup. So certainly hoping that it's a good week to have Evan Ingram on your team. Tournament tight end, what are you favoring? We talked about Logan Thomas as a cash play on DraftKings. I don't mind him in tournaments on FanDuel because he is just $100 cheaper than Ingram. So, you know, it's going to be tough for people to click Logan Thomas over Evan Ingram at basically the same price. But maybe we've just saw Logan Thomas have a ceiling performance. Um, and he, he sets up nicely here too against Atlanta, who is dead last in adjusted fantasy points to tight ends. Can't argue with it. What do you like for the flex on FanDuel in week six? It's tough around FanDuel because, you know, these cheap running backs aren't, you know, quite as cheap relatively as they are on DraftKings. You know, like Dante Foreman's $6,000. That's kind of tough to make a case for. So I'm probably going to be sitting in that six to $7,000 range for my um, three cash running backs on um, FanDuel. I think Alvin Kamara is someone we didn't talk about. I think he's in a, in a good spot. He's just gotten... Nice work and um, it is a home favorite against Houston. Any wide receivers that might enter your plans there in flex? Yeah, I mean, for, for tournaments, I'm always leaning wide receiver. Um, I think Kevin Ridley, someone we didn't talk about, I think he's in a nice spot. He's only $7,000. He shows up as a nice value for us. Nico Collins is someone I'm still trying to figure out what to do with because if Tank Dell's out, that should mean more work for Nico. But I think he's also going to see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. So the matchup's tough. But like if I can get Nico getting, you know, 10 targets, um, I'm going to take a shot on him in tournaments because we've already seen him have, you know, a couple tournament winning weeks. And especially if you are playing Chris Olave in that tournament lineup than running back, Nico Collins on the other side certainly makes even more sense. Favorite defenses last week, Jared, we had the performance from new England knocked them down from eighth in overall DVOA to 12th. It was the first full game after they lost edge, Matt Judon and cornerback Christian Gonzalez, who have been two of their better performers on defense this year, maybe their two best. They are tops in our FanDuel dollars per point and also $1,400 cheaper than number two, San Francisco. The next two after that are less expensive defenses, but also not as good. So what are you liking for defense on FanDuel this week? Yeah, I do think New England's like the cheapest viable defense. I don't think they're going to be a dominant defense the rest of the way in either real life or fantasy. But I mean, they're playing Vegas. Vegas is 23rd in adjusted fantasy points allowed to defenses that, that just seems like it's going to be kind of a ugly low scoring game so i think in cash you can you can play in wingle and, and i think you'll be fine yeah and i think there's still enough talent on that defense for it to be a good defense going forward anyone is going to be in rough shape after losing two of its best players but you know i, I don't think it leaves the cupboard bare by any means if you are ready to play week six on fan duel make sure you start by visiting draftsharks.com 
head into the lineup generator. You can check out all of those dollars per point rankings that we've been talking about. You can start building your lineups there, see what looks good before you enter any contests. And while you're at DraftSharks.com, check out Kevin's articles outlining cash game and tournament picks for FanDuel this week. We're here trying to help you win some money in DFS this week and every week. 